Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Marginally Pertinent Podcast. I'm your co-host, Randall, here with... The other co-host, Bart. And Bart, we're kind of recording during a very weird time right now, aren't we? It is a very weird time. It is a time that anybody I talk to no matter what the age, say they have never experienced anything like this. Mm. It is the coronavirus 2020 scare? Pandemic? Epicircus? Yeah, Epicircus. I mean, it's it's just crazy. Uh, As we've discussed before, you know, I'm a flight attendant, and um, I am used to having airplanes full of people and airports full of people and I have neither of those today uh, the airports are so eerily empty I mean yeah there are still people there but not the hustle bustle thousands of people it's like only hundreds of people and that's just weird right and so, um, how many people would you say are on a flight right now, on one of your typical flights? Uh, so, the most people we had today was 33 on an airplane that holds 175. Wow. Okay. That's, yeah. that's, that's insane. And that was on a three and a half hour flight, which are always full. Well, I guess it kind of made your job easy. Like, it, oh. It, oh, it totally did. Um, it almost felt like we weren't working at all because <laughs> everybody right. was asleep it was early in the morning nobody wants anything and well and we aren't doing our usual service to um limit our passengers exposure to us and our exposure to the passengers as well right. um so it's just a weird time yeah yep very weird and uh uh, as most people probably listening to this will know that a lot of places have uh, suggest, suggested you know, social distancing and staying in their homes and things like that. And so that kind of brings up the topic that we want to talk about tonight, uh, consistency. Um, <clears throat> like if you have a workout routine or like a dietary routine, like you're trying to eat well or whatnot, uh, your kids have a routine consistency with their schoolwork and whatnot. Um, it's important to, t- to keep those things going even while you're shut in at home. And so tonight we're going to talk about why it's important and maybe even offer up some suggestions on what people can do to maintain that consistency uh, in their lives. So, Bart, you, you like to work out. Right? I do. I do. Yes. And so like uh, you, you have a weird travel schedule, so you don't always just get to go to the local gym. In fact, you have a gym in your at your house that you well, it, have just bought pieces and stuff for have built yeah, up over time. It's the start of a gym. Um, I've, right. I've got, uh, you know, just some uh, dumbbells, which for anybody that doesn't know the terminology, dumbbells are the little ones you can hold in each hand. Uh-huh. Um and a barbell is actually a full-length bar that you put weights on the end of those. Um, so, yeah, 
what I need is a barbell. What I've got are some dumbbells. Okay. All right. But you've, you've managed to have to maintain a rather consistent workout regimen, even just, even with you being in hotels a couple of nights a week with being a flight attendant and being at home, you've managed to do that. So I think you're an excellent person to be able to talk about consistency uh, of, of a workout, no matter where you are, you can do it at your house and you know, wherever. So, yeah. So for me, um, to be consistent with something first, you have to want to do it. Mm. Um, I want to work out. I want to get my strength back to where it was. Uh, actually I want to surpass where I was when I graduated high school because I hadn't grown into my body at that point. And I did a, a lot more growing in college, but I did not do the much lifting. And so yeah, we, I remember the time you and I tried to get back into that, and it was a horrible experience for us. <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we might detail that at the end of the show. But. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so now uh, with my job, I have to not necessarily be creative, um, just because most hotels do have some sort of workout facility. The problem is they are often very limited to... They go up to 50-pound barbell uh, dumbbells. They might have a bench there. Um, so knowing what kind of routine you need to do. So like with, with what I have there, it's easy for me to do like a, a leg workout where I'm doing squats or um, basically deadlifts, which are reverse squats. Um, calf raises, things like that, lunges, those are good. Because those rooms, while they're not well-equipped, usually there's enough room where you can get some lunges going. Uh, and they're not often that busy in the hotels because most people don't go to a hotel to work out. Right. I would say that the uh, this last year I did a lot of staying in a hotel, and I think I may have run into two people all year long. <laughs> Which kind of makes it nice, for me anyway, because I'm more, definitely more of an introvert. And I don't want to be social when I'm working out. I just want to go do my workout, listen to my music, and get it done. Uh, but anyway, back to consistency. So figure out what kind of routine you want to do. Right now I'm doing this 12-week uh, plan. Um, by buff dudes they they've got a web page but you know they've got youtube channels uh that are really good at showing you how to do the exercises that they're wanting you to do uh, i'm having to again modify because i don't have all the equipment that they're using mainly barbells uh squat racks things like that but i can still get some of that stuff done um Keeping a record of what you have done is also a really good way to stay consistent because if you are just trying to keep it all in memory and say you go through the whole week and then it's time for you to start over next week, well, you may not remember how much weight you used on the squats last time and then you're like, well, I guess I did this maybe. And so keeping a written record or I use um, just like a, a spreadsheet on my iPad to yeah. keep track of that, which we, uh, 
I can put up a screenshot or even maybe share the whole thing on the marginally pertinent website. Buff by Bart coming to our listeners everywhere. <laughs> I, as much as I do like that, I think MP fit is better for, <laughs> uh, for marginally pertinent. Yeah. Okay. All right. We might, we might run with that. <clears throat> so. maybe, maybe our, maybe our listeners can decide what they would rather hear have for the title. Okay. Yeah. We might have some good listener uh, comments on that. So how about, how about the person that has been told they have to work from home and they're, they usually, if they are working out, they usually go to a gym or something like that and they get home and they have zero equipment. I mean, are body weight workouts worthless or is there something to a body weight workout? Oh, body weight workouts are I consider to be the hardest workouts um, because it's only you and you know, when, when you're actually lifting iron, pushing around a lot of metal, you got the barbells and you can't do it. You're like, well, okay, well that was just a heavy weight. I can back off of this. I, you know, or, or whatever. But when it's just you, and you can't knock out five push-ups, then you're like, oh, maybe I'm not near as strong as I thought I was. Right. Uh, so, so, oh, bodyweight workouts are incredible, though, because one thing about them, they take a little time because you're doing typically more um, repetitions because it's, it's less weight. You're right. just using your own body weight and depending on the exercise you're doing, you're used to carrying your own body weight around. So doing 10 squats isn't hard. So you might have to do 20 squats per set to actually get a workout in. All right. But good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. <clears throat> yeah. I did some lunges earlier today. Mm-hmm. Did like 50 of them. Oh. And I thought I was going to die. <laughs> At around lunge 17. <laughs> but you went to 50. That's great. I went to 50, and I, and I collapsed, and I wanted to cry on the ground. Now, Randall is a, I would say, a consistent runner. and Sometimes. And here's where I'm going to make a plug for, I, mean, I guess you'd call it cross-training. I'm not talking about. CrossFit, I'm talking about actually doing cardio and resistance training. Um, So while running is excellent, without building up those muscles, uh, your your body's not getting the workout to its full potential. Same thing if you're only lifting weights, kind of like I do, because I can't stand cardio. Um. I really should do more of it because a stronger heart will help my muscles uh, more in the long run, keeping that blood flowing. Remember, your heart is a muscle, too. Your heart is a muscle. It needs that exercise. <clears throat> so, yep. I, uh, I enjoy a good run. So how do you stay consistent in your running? Because that is something that I don't develop consistency in. Um, for, for me, I've, I'm not a great 
person to just, hey, you know what? I'm going to run today just to stay fit. You know, there's, there's none of that for me. I, I usually have to be like, I, I have to set a goal like in the future that mm. I know that I just can't go out and do. So for like, for me, it's been uh, half marathons and it's, it's meeting a certain time on a 5k that I know would be pushing my limits and stuff. And so that motivates me more to get out and go run or something like that. Mm. Um, it's been hard this year cause I've not set a goal to do a race or anything uh, this year. So I've not been as consistent, but um, for me, it's setting a goal that's going to push me at some point in the future that will cause me to be like, well, if I don't get out and run today, I'm going to be that much behind uh, my goal for tomorrow. Hmm. And so I've, I've got to, uh, it, it just keeps me motivated and, and going moving forward with that. So I'll be able to hit that goal in the future. Now, when you do, when you set your goal, do you set up a plan like per week or per day even? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for running, uh, if you do like a running, I usually use a, a running app. Uh, for years I've used one called Endomondo, but there are plenty of good ones out there like Strava and um, Map My Run and things like that, that uh, if you do the paid paid plan, they have, uh, they'll set you up a running course. And so they'll add in long distance days. They'll add in um, just easy, regular days just to get your consistency in and, and your distance. Uh, but then they'll also add in like speed work and stuff on those. And hmm. so if you do that, um, it kind of mixes everything up. I mean, it's kind of like your workout in the gym where you might have a leg day and a mm-hmm. arm day, and then you might have an ab day and I don't know, all that other stuff. You kind of rotate those different exercises and stuff out with well, the same thing for running. You got those different speed days and uh, you add hill works and stuff like that. in. um, so, I mean, that's, that's how you change it up. It, it gives your body a good workout. Uh, personally, my favorite days are like speed days. And that's because I'm like, I can go in, do my speed work, and I'm done in like 20 minutes versus oh. I'm going to go run six miles and it's going to take me an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so I like speed days, even though like I'm pretty much dying at the end of it because you're all out for like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, um, but I, I do like it because they're done really quick. Now, do you typically work out at night? Um. And- yes. Yes. I mean, when when I was in the hotel, I would because I'm not a wake up early in the morning person, um, and if I am, I might lay in bed for an hour. And just stare at the ceiling because I'm not going to get <laughs> up and just do something. Um, so, yeah, I do like to work out in the evenings mainly because I'm more awake at that time. I wish I was a morning person and could get up at like five and just get up, do my workout and be done for the rest of the day. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I do. I do typically work out at night. Uh, at one time, I would even work out with my runs at like 11 at night because that was when I had time to do it. Mm. So what about you? So I try to do mine in the morning. I spring break threw it off and kind of as well as this, uh, 
COVID-19 thing. But um, I'll set my alarm Monday through Friday for 5.30 a.m. to get up, um, do my Bible reading, and then I go out and do my workouts. That way I can get it all done or have it almost all done by the time the kids wake up. Because by the end of the day, I don't want to have to work out. (laughs) I want to just sit on the couch and watch something. Watch some psych. There you go. Psych's always a good option. Consistent watching of psych is key. It is. That that's an easy consistency plan to fall into. Yes, it is. Just just Netflix or I'm really hoping that if we just keep talking about psych on our shows that the psych people will reach out to us and either say, Hey, we're glad you really like psych so much. And well, hopefully they won't do it like a cease and desist order or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be bad. Please stop talking about our show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would be bad. No. Uh, But yeah, consistency is key. Even if you just get up and just do 10 minutes a day. Is, is better than nothing. So get up, do something while you're at home. Uh, I, I, I figure probably most, if not all gyms in the 50 states are closed right now. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard where like private gyms are still open. I'm not sure how that's managing to work right now, but I figure most gyms are shut down right now. Well, even the hotel gyms are shut down, so I was not able to go do my workout today, so I'm going to have to bust out some in-room bodyweight workout after we uh, finish recording, which, as I said, that busts my buns, and I'm not eager to do that. (laughs) You're going to be squatting the office chair in there. just (laughs) (laughs) So, you say that jokingly, I have... Uh, I have used a chair in the room before as uh, as a weight for, I think, squats. I think I just picked it up and held it in front of me and kind of did, like, front squats with it. That's funny. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Use anything you have. I mean, there I've even go. heard of people who didn't have, like, um, uh, dumbbells or something like that. Um using old milk jugs mm-hmm. and, and filling them with water. And so there you got two roughly eight pound weights. If you have two milk jugs, cause water's a little over eight pounds per gallon. So there you, you go. would have two, two eight pound weights if you did that. And, and those, those plastic milk jugs, they've got good handles on them. Mm-hmm. They are good for uh, holding on to for your weights. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you could even, what is it? Kettlebell? Could make say, a it's, kettlebell. it's almost like a kettlebell. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, that's just a little tip. Do some body weight workouts, fill out, fill up the half gallon jugs for a four pound weight or a gallon jug for an eight pound weight mm-hmm. and do what you can. Uh, the internet is full of workouts that you can do. Like you, you even referenced the, uh, buff guys. Is that what it is? Buff dudes. Buff dudes. Buff dudes, YouTube, they, they do uh, workout videos and stuff. So, I mean, there's tons of resources out there. Uh, the, the key, though, is is to remain consistent. Yeah, like Randall said, set a goal, 
uh, like I'm doing the 12 week program. So my goal is to complete this 12 weeks of workouts that they have uh, set up. Uh, another really good uh, workout tool, I would say, but I mean, program, if you want to say, um, and we talked about the other day is uh, programs like Beachbody. Mm. They have set up, usually they're, they're a set number of days and they progressively get more difficult throughout the workout, but they will get you into shape. That's what my wife does. And sometimes she loves it. Sometimes she hates it, but it has made a world of difference for her. Yep. I think a lot of those are running like a, like a two week trial right now that you can just use during while everyone's at home and stuff. So would be a good good chance to check it out for free. Yep. No, that's good stuff right there. Yeah, the the one that we did the other day, literally, I thought it was going to die at the end of it. <laughs> Which do you remember what it was? No, I don't remember what it was, oh, okay. but it was I, I did think I was going to die at the end of it. It was crazy. <laughs> crazy. Uh, well what what <sighs> else what else do we need to be consistent in? Well, I was just thinking, uh, a lot of people are having to work from home right mm. now. And I, I've worked from home probably every day for the last 14 years, with the exception of last year where I had to do more travel. And you, you might not think that there's consistency in that, but there is. Because if you don't maintain a consistent schedule throughout the day, it's real easy to get distracted. It's real easy not to be time on task while you're while you're supposed to be working, and so if if you're not used to that, if you're used to getting up and driving to the office every day and working eight hours from the office, then you may find it hard to get into a routine while you're at home, working from the kitchen table, the bar, maybe the converted bedroom that you have. And so for me, it's been pretty much the same thing. Uh, typically when it was a regular schedule it was wake up help get the kids ready to get to school make sure they had everything and then as soon as uh, my wife and the girls left to go to school because my wife's a school teacher that's when my day would start so my day would actually start around seven fifteen or so every day and so then i just knew i had to set set that schedule from like seven fifteen to 1130 was like my morning hour to do answer emails and work, do a quick lunch. I usually would eat at my desk. And then from like that time to 3.30 or 4 is when I would do the end of the afternoon and stuff. And so maintaining that consistent schedule was important to be time on task. And it's important that while you're at home or working from home is that you, you set that schedule like, okay, I'm going to treat this just like normal. Wake up, get out of your pajamas. It helps, believe it or not. Get out of your pajamas and then just may need to set a different part of your home up as an office to kind of give you that office feel. And, um, and then just work, work. Make sure your time on task. Make sure it's as, uh, as much like work as it can be so it's not just home. For you it's real easy like when we're at home it's like oh i'll just i'll just go watch tv for a little bit i, I can do that it'll be okay 
Or I'll just check Facebook. Of course, a bit. Some people are still looking at Facebook at work, but <laughs> <laughs> but maintaining a consistent schedule is super super important. Um, days when like things pop up, like doctor's appointments or um, oh snap, I've run out of toner for the printer or something, so I'd have to run and go get it, or it messes the consistency up, throws my entire day off. And so uh, I'm sure things like this will be harder on people, especially if they have kids at home and want to pop in, uh, have patience during those times. But um, my advice is to maintain a consistent, you know, eight to noon schedule, you know, 1230 to 430 or one to five afternoon schedule and maintain that. So you stay in that rhythm of being on task all the time. It would be incredibly hard for me to have to work from home, I think. I'm I mean, partly because, you know, we have our kids at home all the time and doing the homeschooling. But back when we did have office jobs together, Randall, Facebook, well, that was when Facebook first started. And, mm-hmm. and I spent way too much time at the office on Facebook. <laughs> and MySpace, because that was still going then. Oh, I forgot about my. I wonder if my MySpace page is still even around. Oh, I doubt it. I wonder if I actually. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you didn't. Are they even still around? I think so. Oh, it's okay. usually mostly for music stuff now, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so for us, another. I guess it is kind of like working from home for us is doing the homeschooling. Uh, We have to wake up. We have to keep our schedule. We make sure we're doing it in the morning because if we wait until the afternoon, the kids focus is totally gone. So we, we get up, we eat breakfast, we clear off the table, do our morning chores around the property real quick, feeding animals and such. And then we come right to school and we do our lessons, we get those knocked out, and thankfully, right now, it's only taking up to right before lunchtime. Um, so we have the afternoon to just hang out and do whatever. Yeah. But when, because it's split between Amber and me, that's why we have to, that's even more important for that consistency for the kids because if Amber was doing it one way, say she's doing it all in the morning, and then I'm like, oh, we'll wait until after lunch and do it. Well, that's just going to throw the kids off and really be a detriment to their education. So we have to be on the same page in the consistency of our children's education. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to recommend that because a lot of parents are going to have to be doing something of that for the next couple of weeks, if not a little bit longer and they do need that structure and that consistency um, to, uh, to, to, to do the best they can in that situation. Yes. And, and a lot of people are not used to the idea of educating their children. Mm-hmm. Um, 
either that's all they've all they've ever known is somebody else educating their children because they maybe their parents never they were working three jobs just to make ends meet so they went to school that's where their education was they educated themselves when they got home whatever and so they assume that's how it's supposed to be for their kids but parents involvement in the education process is so important even if you're not homeschooling your kids are at home and usually they've got homework so there is a homeschooling portion to even public education and the parents need to be involved in it and have that again that consistency maybe it's homework before supper or maybe it's eat supper and then do homework right after but be consistent don't just let it happen whenever. All right. Yep, exactly. So all good points there. Um, I, th- I think it's interesting that we may not even realize it, but most of us have daily routines or daily habits that we go through. Like, mm. I don't know about you, but I put my left sock on first, then my right sock, then my left shoe, then my right shoe every morning without fail. I'm going to have to pay attention to me myself next time. I'm yes. putting my socks and shoes on. Pay, pay attention. But it's, it's that way because of consistency. You've done yeah. it over and over and over and over again. And so m- most everybody have, has these routines already in place, but now we're going to have to be stretching and, and developing different routines at mm-hmm. least for the short term right now yeah uh, and a key to that is being de- deciding what that routine is going to be and then being consistent with it over the course of several days for it to become more habitual um i mean we've talked about working out we've talked about work and school last i think the last thing i'd like to talk about is hobbies because for many people listening they may have like, well, I've always wanted to get better at the guitar or I've wanted to look at a book or a song or a screenplay or something, or I've wanted to learn how to knit or I don't know, do some underwater basket weaving. I don't know. what you're <laughs> about. This may sound weird, but many of us have been given a strange opportunity at this time to actually have time to develop some of those side hobbies or side hustles that we have, we just, instead of spending it all on Facebook or Netflix or whatever, we now have an opportunity to actually work and develop those and to get better at those skills requires consistency. And so that's a very good, there's yeah, go ahead. That's a very good point. Um, this is why I've not gotten better on the guitar is because I have not been consistent in my practicing of the guitar, even though four nights out of the week, I am sitting at home while the kids are in bed and I could easily be practicing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have heard this, but the 10,000 hour rule, whether there's actually any, truth to it at all it's like ten thousand hours to become um like a world class if you will and whatever like world class violinist or world class guitarist or author or whatever 
like it takes 10,000 hours to be that. There is some uh, new studies out that maybe debunk that, that maybe th- that time could be decreased if it was like every practice pushed you to your limits and beyond a little bit, but it still requires time and practice and effort. So what better way to start than by actually beginning to practice and do those things that you're like, you know what? I've been wanting to tackle that solo on the guitar or, you know, get better at singing. I don't know what you want to do. That's up to you. But this is a perfect time to develop and maintain that consistency in practicing. I mean, you got two weeks here, possibly. Who knows? The next great screenwriter could come out of the uh, coronavirus quarantine. Well, it's funny. Let me look this up real quick. I actually saw something the other day where Shakespeare actually wrote one of his plays during uh, quarantine during one of the plagues. <laughs> wow. Like, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I, I think I had never heard the 10,000 hour rule, but I think what that is, even if it's not true exactly 10,000 hours, um, I think what you can take from that is you have to put that time in. I mean, 10,000 hours is a long time. Let's, let's, just, let's just do the math here. I got my calculator let's, open. 10,000 10, 10, hours divided by eight hours in a day is 1,250 days. If you just, if you just did eight hours. Wow. Yeah. And then let's let's just divide by three hundred and sixty-five every day of the every day of the week. That's almost three and a half years. If that's all you did, seven days a week, eight hours a day, three and a half years. And so most of us can't do that for eight hours a day because of the jobs that we have. So jobs, that, families. That, yep. That would take longer, of course. But put the time into it. Be consistent. Whether it's your workout, whether it's your uh, side job that you maybe want to make your main job, whether it is studying a new subject, you want to learn about World War II history, who knows? Um, if you want to do that, you got to put the time in. you got to be consistent in meeting those goals. Yeah, exactly. King Lear is what Shakespeare wrote during the plague. Well, how about that? Who knew? Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> about about 73 articles on a Google search I just did just now. There you go. There you go. But now everybody who listens to our podcast knows too. Yes. And we know. Yes, we do. That was marginally pertinent information right there. I was totally marginally pertinent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So consistency, I think, is key to pretty much anything. To, to really success in general, uh, unless it's consistency in the other way. If you're consistent in your Netflix habits of four hours of Netflix a night, that, that may not be the best consistency. No, no, no. That's... Bur- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you're going to get really, really good at watching Netflix. If that's what you do every night. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure that you're consistent in things that matter life enrichment things that doesn't mean go binge watch documentaries either just because just because you're not binge watching trash tv doesn't mean 
you're doing better. <laughs> yep. yep, exactly. So we, we spoke earlier that you and I had attempted in college to get back into the swing of things with our fitness regimen. <laughs> yes. So was that... Was that our second year as roommates together that we did that? We're like, hey, we're going to sign up for this weightlifting class first hour in this semester. Is that what- <laughs> so that was our – so we, we actually only – we did a, we were roommates for a summer and then a full year. Yes. And so it was it – was, I forget if it was fall or spring semester that we did that. But, yes, we did sign up for actual weightlifting class. I think it was fall because, and here's why I think it was fall is because the first day we walked in there, we're thinking like, it's going to be you and me and a couple of regular Joes in there. And it was not. No, I don't know if you remember, we walked in there and it was the entire college football team. that was in that. <laughs> remember that? I do remember this. And they told and us the workout and we did every stinking thing they told us to do. And it was even for, for me who I had been, around weights and i had done powerlifting. being around the football team was intimidating it was super intimidating <laughs> and I, I think they just kind of looked at us like why the heck are they here why they're, they're not they were the nice they were nice though they were I didn't, nice I, I didn't feel like i was you know ostracized or anything while being in there but no you could tell we just did not so we did the workout and i don't know how you felt afterwards but I remember going back to our dorm and I remember going into the bathroom and just turning the shower on (laughs) and just getting on my hands and knees and just puking for a solid five minutes. I I think I puked up dinner four nights ago. I did. Yes. I don't remember that. That's probably because you were dying in your bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. I think I puked up dinner from four nights oh, ago. It was man, awful. And, and dinner at Southeastern, man, that you didn't want to visit that one again. No matter what they were having for dinner. <laughs> yeah, so um, that was a horrible experience. I don't. Um, I'm really glad for a gracious coach on that day because I, I think we may have lasted, what, a week and a half, two weeks of showing up, and we decided, like, this is for the birds. Because <laughs> I don't remember ever going to that class much, ever. No, we... Bart, don't lie. We barely ever went to that class. <laughs> no, no. I could have sworn we finished that class. We finished it. We got a grade for it, but we didn't do anything while we were in it. Well, not not to our full potential. <laughs> That's Bart, for sure. We may, have, we may have went ten times after that first week. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there, there's the lesson. Consist if inconsistency gets you nothing. That's exactly right. Because I think I ended that like far worse than when I started because I like <laughs> I it was I was just dead just dead but and if you're if you're new and you're like stuck at home and you're like man I'm bored what can I do um don't try starting off with like an intermediate or advanced workout on that oh, stuff no. you're you're going to immediately hate yourself for for trying to do something too much too soon 
Yeah, so. start off. Do if you are not physically fit, don't start off like you are. Yeah, it, that you got to admit that uh, that you don't know what you're doing, and start off with the basics. And it's okay to admit that you're not fit as as much as you were, or if ever, maybe you've never been like a, a fully active person, and that's okay yeah. to admit that. Everyone's got to start somewhere. That's right. Uh, don't, I am. I am. I am not a concert guitarist, and I have to start somewhere. And I'm often starting at the beginning because of my inconsistencies. Right. I mean, we we might even might even bring up Douglas Allen from our last at last episode yeah. of this podcast and him picking up the guitar after playing so many years and was a fantastic drummer. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm still marginally upset that I didn't get to be part of that interview, but we'll. I digress. Um, but it took it took him a lot of time and effort and consistency to be able to be be where he is today as mm-hmm. a recording artist, and he's a phenomenal guitarist um, today and getting better all the time. And if you have not checked out Douglas Allen, you really need to. I mean, he yep. is he is quality music right there. And, he's the real deal. And I don't I don't just listen to any old slouch music. It, you know I'm not pushing the next YouTube sensation. No, no, Doug Doug has put in the work and uh, he his artistry shows through. Mm-hmm. Yep. Passionate about what he does and he's also good at it mm-hmm. too. And he still practices. He again, consistency. You don't get better yep. if you don't aren't consistent. Exactly. All right, so any final words about consistency? I don't think I have any more about consistency. I think we've consistently beaten consistency into the ground <laughs> for this show. Um, yeah. I do, I do have a uh, how to not be an awesome human being, though. Oh, oh, really? Oh, we're going to end it with this. Segment. We are okay, going to end cool. it with this. It's not a video or anything, but it, it has received major, major uh, publicity and attention in this coronavirus uh, 2020 thing. Um, the toilet paper hoarders. Oh. If, if you are hoarding toilet paper, you are not being an awesome human being. Put it back on the shelves. Take what you need and go. Just leave. They're gonna make more toilet paper. You haven't yes. you haven't been in need before. And if everybody had not panic bought now, nobody else would be in need right now. Yeah. I feel bad for the senior citizens that oh, went to the know. store and um, didn't have any toilet paper to buy. And they probably really did need some. They probably did. So, yeah. Actually, we probably could find a how not to be an awesome human being. In fact, I think I've seen one on Facebook floating around where they bring out a pallet at Sam's and like people just swarm it like vultures on a, you know, water buffalo. Well, uh, my wife went to the store just the other evening, not even to get that, but she ended up talking with the um, the cashier about the toilet paper and this this is out in kind of the middle of nowhere texas um 
And they were like, yeah, we got a shipment of toilet paper in this morning. It was gone by 9 a.m. Golly. Yeah. Wow. It's insane. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. <laughs> There's a throwback. <laughs> no, doubt. no doubt. Marginally pertinent. Bring you back the greatest hits. Well, I don't, I don't know if we can say that. That's probably not one of the greatest hits. Uh-uh. Uh, I, I, I can't even say I listened to that song when it actually came out was on the radio. I think the only part I know is what we just did. Is I think so, too. <laughs> so, Well, all right. So be consistent, people, in whatever you do, whether it's uh, your workout, your work routine, your school routine. Have those kids read every day. Be consistent in that. Whether it's listening uh, to marginally pertinent podcast and yes. us, us being consistent in making it, yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, develop those hobbies now while you've been given this weird little gift of time to slow down and, t- and do that. Um, if you're if you're like a religious person, maybe you're a Christian or something, uh, take time to develop a daily quiet time or daily Bible reading if you haven't done that. Uh, uh, daily prayer or meditation time it's highly advisable um bart anything else uh i don't believe i have anything else for this show okay just, well just a thanks for listening yep and if you like our show uh we'd really appreciate you to rate us on whatever podcasting app that you um are listening on whether it's iTunes, Spotify, or Google, or anything else like that, we would certainly appreciate you to rate us. It helps in the rankings and everything like that. Uh, so please take the four seconds to go over there, hit likes, and you know, do us a lot, you know, a favor and help us out there. It does actually help. And make sure and so, you make sure you drop in on our Facebook page, Marjorie yeah. Pertinent on Facebook. Uh, we have Instagram, right? Yes. At marginally. Marginally pertinent. Yep. Yeah. At marginally pertinent. So, and eventually, hopefully, we'll have a YouTube channel with some cool stuff on there. But we gotta we gotta work on that first. We gotta figure out how to make the the videos work. Yes. And then you can see our wonderful smiling faces. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Once again, thanks for tuning in to Marginally Pertinent. I'm Bart. And I'm Randall. Stay pertinent, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Marginally Pertinent podcast. You can find us on the web at marginallypertinent.com. You can email us at randall at marginallypertinent.com or bart at marginallypertinent.com. And then you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Marginally Pertinent. We'd love to hear from you, so stop by, leave us a comment, or shoot us an email. We'd love to hear your topics and also your comments on every episode. Again, thank you for listening.